Today we have the privilege of studying Divrei Hayamim Bet, chapter 30. Chapter 30 of Divrei Hayamim Bet, of Second Chronicles, details the celebration of the holiday of Pesach in the time of King Chizkiyahu. This chapter re- in, uh, introduces the widening of Chizkiyahu's concentric circles of connection to the Beit HaMikdash, which we saw in yesterday's chapter. Here in this chapter, the holiday of Pesach is celebrated not as a holiday of the exodus from Egypt, but as a holiday of the uh, connection of the celebrating the connection of the Jewish people to the Beit Hamikdash. It goes beyond what we saw in the previous chapter, in that in the previous chapter, Chizkiyahu connects first the Kohanim, then the late leaders of Jerusalem, and then the kingdom of Judah to the Beit Hamikdash. In chapter thirty, he connects the entire people of Israel, including the people who remain in the northern kingdom, to the Beit HaMikdash. Remember that by this time, the people of the northern kingdom, the ten tribes of Israel, have already been exiled to Assyria. And so those ten tribes are effectively, in our imagination, lost to the king, people of Israel. But Baal Divrehemim does not see it that way. From the very beginning of the book, he's been speaking about how the people of Israel are composed of, re- of remnants of all 12 tribes of Israel. Even some of the 10 tribes were, we think of as lost actually became part of Yehuda. And this chapter describes how some of those remnants of the 10 northern tribes became part of Yehuda by means of Chizkiyahu's celebration of the Pesach. What's fascinating here is that this idea of Pesach does not, Chizkiyahu's specific celebration of Pesach, does not appear anywhere in Sefer Melachim. In Sefer Melachim, Chizkiyahu accomplishes a religious reform, and then he fights Sancheriv. In contrast, in Sefer Divrei Yamim, Chizkiyahu engages the people into the religious reform. He doesn't do it himself, he has to draw the people in gradually. And this chapter is one step in that process. It's a very important step, because it shows how he drew in people from the northern kingdom, from Machut Yisrael. It is also an important chapter because it transforms Pesach from a celebration of the Jews leaving Egypt to a celebration of the Jews' connection to the Beit HaMikdash. The central theme of Pesach here is not Yitziat Mitzrayim, but rather Tshuva. The verb Lashuv, to return, is used in many different ways. Chizkiyahu asks the Jews to return to the Beit HaMikdash. He asks them to return to God. He asks God to return to the Jewish people. And finally, he hopes that the Jewish people, those who are are exiled and who are currently lost, will return to the land of Israel. So the kingdom of Israel, people of the ten tribes, are here engaged in two different ways. One, some of them come to the Beit HaMikdash. Two, Chizkiyahu hopes that the remainder will eventually return to the land of Israel. Chapter 30, Pasuk Aleph, as Chizkiyahu widens his, cir- his circles of reform, extends the connection to the Beit HaMikdash to the northern tribes, and celebrates Pesach in a unique and distinctive way. Pasuk Aleph. Vayishlachi Chizkiyahu al kol Yisrael v'yehuda, v'gam igerot katav al-Efraim u-menasheh, l'avo l'vet Hashem b'Yerushalayim, l'asot Pesach l'Hashem elokei Yisrael. Chizkiyahu sent... Uh, sent Letter sent, sent emissaries or letters to all of Israel and Judah. He also wrote letters to Ephraim and Menasheh, telling them to come to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in order to make Pesach to the Lord, the God of Israel. 
the specific mention of Ephraim and Menashe here, the southernmost tribes of the northern tribes, to indicate that he intentionally pulls them into the um, the uh, act of making Pesach and deliberately wants to include the northern tribes. Pasuk Bet, Vayiva'atz ha-melech v'sarav v'chol ha-kahal v'yerushalayim la'asot ha-pesach b'chodesh ha-sheni, Pasuk Gimel, Ki lo yachalu la'asoto ba'et ha-hi, ki el ha-kohanim lo hitkadeshu l'madai v'ha'am lo ne'esfu l'yerushalayim. The king and his council and the, the king and his advisors and the congregation in Jerusalem all took counsel to deciding to make Pesach in the second month, in other words, in Iyar, because they could not make Pesach in that time, in other words, in the first month, because the priests, the Kohanim, had not yet sanctified themselves and the people had not yet gathered to Jerusalem. The in the previous chapter, we saw how Chizkiyahu begins his process of purifying the Beit HaMikdash in Nisan. Here we're told that means that Pesach had to be delayed till the month of Iyar. Chizkiyahu does the action here that Chazal speak, Iber Nisan ben Nisan, um, certain division as to whether this was a positive action or not. But here, at least, Ibrahim has a positive evaluation of that action. Pasuk Dalad, Vayishar hadavar b'nei ha-melech kahal, this matter was seen as positive in the eyes of the king and all the congregation. Pasukhe Vayamidu Davar Lahavir Kol Bcho Israel mi Beersheva ve Adan Lavola Sot Pesach Lashem Loke Israel Biushalaim Kilola Rov Asukakatuv. They established the matter to send forth an announcer, a herald, throughout Israel from Beersheva till Dan to come to do Pesach to the Lord the God of Israel and Jerusalem, because for many years they had not done as it was written. In other words, here Pesach is being announced from the very northern part, from Dan, till Beersheba in the very south, this north-to-south announcement, making Pesach in Yerushalayim, not just the tribes that are close to Jerusalem, but all of Israel should come. The formulation the king uses is recorded in Pasuk Vav, and it's very suggestive. Chapter 6 The runners went forth with letters from the, from the hand of the king and his officers throughout all of Israel and Judah following the command of the king in other words the officers here are the runners here are taking uh, the letters not just from the king but from his officers as well. The king is not the only leader; he's leading as part of a council, as part of a sort of committee. And the formulation is very important. Children of Israel, return to God, the Lord of your, return to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, so that He will return to the remnant that remains from you from the hands of the kings of Assyria. In other words, if you return to God, he will return to you. Shuvo Eli, Aleichem, as Malachi says. Here that formulation becomes Chizkiyahu's formulation. Pasuk Zayin, Va'alti yuka avotechem, Uch'achechem, Asher ma'alu b'ashem elokei avotechem, Va'itenem l'shamak, Asher atem ro'im. Do not be like your fathers and brothers, who trespassed against the Lord, the God of your fathers, and he made you into a desolation as you see. In other words, the... the point of the return, the idea of return is meant as a 
corrective as a correct as a prophylactic both as a corrective against past destruction and a prophylactic against future destruction if you return to god he who uh, he will he will prevent you from uh, being destroyed pasukhet ata al takshu orpechem kaavotechem tenu yad lashem uvo lemikdasho asher hikdish leolam veivdu et hashem elokechem veyashov mikem charon apo now don't let your uh, necks be stiff like your like your ancestors give a hand to god in other words invest your power in worshiping god come to his temple that he is sanctified for eternity and serve the lord the god of your father serve, serve the lord your god that his anger may return from you again the idea of return but it's here it's god's anger who will return from you pasuk tet verse 9 ki vishuvchem al hashem al hashem achechem uvnechem lerachamim lifnei shovehem velashuv laaretz hazot for if you return to God, to the Lord, your brothers, your children will be granted mercy before their captors, and they will return to this land. For the Lord your God is merciful and gracious, and he will not turn his face away from you if you return to him. Here, there's an idea of Arivut, Kol Yisrael Arivim Zelazeh, you can help your your brothers and relatives and children who have been captured by the Assyrians. How can you do this? If you return to God, He will. This will generate some sort of kindness in heaven, and He will allow your uh, the, your brothers and relatives, in other words, the ten tribes of Israel who have been exiled, to return to this land. So you're making Pesach creates a sort of divine will, allowing the return of the captive. Israelites to the land of Israel. Psukim 10 and 11 record the mixed reaction of the people to Chizkiyahu's call. Pasuk 10, Yud, Vayu aratzim ovrim meir la'ir be'eretz Ephraim u'menasheh ve'ad zbulun, Vayu maschikim alahem u'maligim bam. The runners passed from city to city in the land of Ephraim and Menasheh until Zvulun, People laughed at them and mocked them. Pasuk Yudalaf, Ach Anashim Measher Umnashe Uzmizvulun, Nichne Ubayabaulushalayim. But people from Asher, Menashen Zulun, the tribes that were a little bit farther north, Asher and Zvulun, they submitted and came to Jerusalem. The idea of submission here is recognizing God as your overlord. There is here an intentional contrast between, on the one hand, the Assyrian conquest, the Assyrians are the overlord. But if you return to God he, and recognize Him as your overlord, He will deal kindly with you. That positive attitude is reflected also in Judah. Pasuk 12, Yud Bet, Gam Biyudah, Haita Yad Ha'elokim, Latet Lahem Lev Echad, Laasot Mitzvat HaMelech VeHasarim, Bidvar Hashem. Also in Judah, God's hand came, um, allowed them to, to invest with one heart in doing the command of the king and the officers in the matter of the God, of the Lord. So here God is responsible for human actions. God implants in the people of Judah one heart to all together decide to serve God and do the actions of Pesach. 
the actual making of the Pesach is described in the subsequent verses, Pesukim uh, 14 through 16. We'll just read Pasuk 13, which comes first. Pasuk Yud Gimel. Vayasfu Yerushalayim amrav la'asot et chag ha'matzot b'chodesh ha'shini kahal la'rov me'od. The people gathered, many uh, many people gathered in Jerusalem to do the holiday of Matzot in the second month, a great number of people. And here we have a very interesting omission from this Pasuk. When they do a mitzvah, Sefer Divrehem it always mentions the idea of kakatuv, as it is written in the book of Moshe, or as it is written. Here there's no mention of kakatuv. Obviously the Pesach here is made not kakatuv. It's made not as in accordance with the laws of Moshe, Pesach is being made in the second month. It's true we have a law of Pesach Sheni, that Pesach can be made in the month of Iyar, according to the book of Bamidbar Perek Tet, ninth chapter of Numbers, but that's not what we're talking about here. This is not just for the people who are impure, this is for the entire congregation. We're all making Pesach in Iyar. Pasuk Yudzain records another instance of the Extrajudicial aspect of this Pesach. Pasuk Yud Zayin, 17, Ki rabat bakahal asher lohit kadashu, balviim ashchitat apsachim, bechol lo tahor lakdish lashem. Many of the people in the congregation had not sanctified themselves, and the Leviim um, took it, were responsible for slaughtering the Passover offerings for every not impure person to sanctify to the Lord. Pasuk Yud Chet, Ki marbit ha'am, Many of the people in the congregation, many of them from Ephraim and Asher, Yisachar and Zvulun, tribes with Yisachar and Zvulun, Yisachar at least tribe, which is not mentioned yet, so many of the people from the northern tribes had not purified themselves. They ate the Pesach in a manner which was not prescribed in, in the book. In other words, they ate Pesach in Tum'ah. May God forgive them. Daven for them. They ate Pesach in a state of ritual impurity. Davens for them and asked God to forgive them. This is a second extrajudicial aspect of the Pesach. Pesach is not being made kakatuv. But its national importance here seems to override the specific details of the mitzvah as are written in the Torah. Um, it's a very interesting aspect of extrajudicial extra actions, non-Torah actions being performed by Chizkiyahu, which are still evaluated in a positive light by Baal Divrei Yamim because of their national importance, the slaughter of Pesach in the second month, and the inclusion of the impure people in it. The response is not only positive in the eyes of Chizkiyahu, the response is positive in um, the eyes of God. Pasuk 20, Pasuk Kaf, Vayishma Hashem el Yechizkiyahu, Vayirpai Ta'am. God listened to Chizkiyahu and healed the people. The healing is obviously not physical, the healing is God listened to the people, accepted their offering of Pesach. The Pesach is not the only part of the offering, they also make Chag Hamatzot. Pasuk Kaf Aleph, the Israelites who were found in Jerusalem celebrated not only the holiday of Pesach, but also the holiday of Matzot, seven days in great happiness. 
praising God each day. In the Levi'im and the Kohanim used instruments of power to, to sing to God. In other words, the instruments of power here is an interesting formulation. Kleoz seems to refer to the Kalim, which were sung, which were used to um, do the instrumentation for, t- for the psalms of praise. And those psalms of praise are psalms of Oz in the sense that we say in Tehilim, Tenu Oz Lashem, ascribe power to God. Pasuk Kafbet 22 records the actions of the people during this holiday of Chagamatzot. They do the action of vidui, of confessing sins before God. Pesach is truly a holiday of tshuva in this in in this rendition. Pasuk 23, the seven days of Pesach are not enough. Pasuk Kaf Gimel. After Pesach, they did seven additional days of rejoicing. What was the, in what did that rejoicing consist? Pasuk Kafdal 24. Chizkiyahu, the king of Judah, donated to the congregation a thousand cows and seven thousand sheep, and, the, and his officers donated to the congregation a thousand ca- uh, cows and ten thousand sheep. The Kohanim sanctified themselves in great numbers, making these extra offerings that Chizkiyahu and the Sarim donate to the people. This is the most expansive definition of the Jewish people that we've seen in Divrahiyamim and actually a whole people united in doing an action. The whole congregation of Judah and the priests and the Levites and all the congregation who came from Israel were all celebrating together along with the Gerim, the uh, the here, Gerim may mean the converts, it may mean those who are not of Israelite descent, who return to, who join the Jewish people. Um, those who originally dwelled in the land of Israel, in other words, in the northern kingdom, and came down to the southern kingdom. So it refers to those who uh, came from Israel, and then also refers to Hagerim Habaim Eretz Israel. This may refer to people who are not of Israelite descent, who come from the land of Israel, from the northern kingdom, and join the Jewish people in Judah. Pasuk 26, Yerushalayim, ben David, Yisrael, There was great celebration in Jerusalem, for from the times of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, this had not taken place in Jerusalem. And the final pasuk, pasuk 27, divine acceptance. The priests and Levites got up and, and blessed the people. Um, their voice was heard. He, 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 their voice was heard by God. Not only was their voice heard by God, but we have a very strange formulation here, Vaishama Bekolam. He their voice was heard by God and, and we expect Vaishma Bekolam, he obeyed them, and since here their voice was heard by God. 
Vatavot tefilatam limon kotrol hashamayim. The tefilah reached his abode in the in the heavens.